When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Support WrestleTalk. Give us a subscribe. Hey, everybody, I'm John Cena. Hey, it's professional wrestler Colt Boom Boom Cabana. Hey, I'm Double J, Jeff here. And this is Rich Swan. Matt Riddle, the King of Rose. I'm Rocket Super Lamera. David Starr. Support Russell Talk. You are watching Russell Talk. Congratulations, you got here. Now, subscribe. And support Russell Talk. Support Russell Talk. And please subscribe now. Support Russell Talk. Do it, bro. Support Ollie. Support Luke. Support Russell Talk. Support Russell Talk. Support Russell Talk. Because we talk about wrestling and I like it. Support Russell Talk. Go subscribe. Support Russell Talk. Home of Luke Owen. Whatever Russell Talk is and whoever Luke Owen is, both the Ravens. Nevermore. Russell Talk. Hello and welcome to the Wrestle Talk podcast. I am Ollie Davis and I'm joined by Luke Owen. Hello, Swap Nation, and a hello to you, Oliver Davis. How the devil are you? I'm good. I'm still recovering from Survivor Series. You know, me staying up all night makes me grouchy. What did you do with your day off, though? I played Star Wars. What the hell do you <laughs> think I did? Every aching moment, I want to be playing that game. Yeah, well, I'm really happy to see you, yeah, but yeah. I also resent you. And all the listeners right now. Because because of us, you're not playing Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. I resent the fact, the society we live in, that means I have to work mm. to, to, to eat and stuff. Why isn't it all free? And why can't I just play the thing I want all the time? I mean... Or at least until completion. Well, here's the thing, is you are a YouTuber. So that's all you have to do. Because that's all people on YouTube do, right? You just wake up in the morning... Do a little fart on camera and then play video games all day long. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no no, no work goes into any of this. <laughs> How have you been? What did you do with your... Because this is the first time I've seen you since Thursday. I know. Thursday, right? It's craziness, actually. And it feels like I have seen you, though, because I watched all of your uh, Survivor Series stuff. Like, so I watched... Not the whole live stream. No, Jeez, no. wow. I, I picked and chose my moments mm. to, to scrub through the live stream to find. Well, we were... Genuine. That was the most excited I've been on one of our live streams since Miz versus Shane yeah. at WrestleMania, and when Miz Dad got in the in the ring. I'm not comparing Miz Dad to Keith Lee. I mean, it sounds like you are, but there was a similar level of glee that mm. I had. Yeah, it was quite spectacular, and I wanted to see your reaction to the women's elimination match as well. Oh, what? Well, we well, just confused. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I was going like, huh. And then you get you it's go not like what I would have yeah, done. Like, 
and you're like, because you write your notes like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I was just trying to, because I didn't know whether they were eliminated or not. And I just I just had to put a placeholder string of question marks <laughs> in my notes. Uh, so, well, I'll tell you what I did with my day off. Mm. I didn't play Star Wars, but I did play some Spider-Man. Oh, my God. So. A year late. 18 months into that game being out. I saw you tweet a selfie of Spider-Man. That's something you can do in the game. Mm-hmm. Near the Ghostbusters lighthouse, what is it? It's a fire, it's it's the right, fire station. Fire station. Yeah, the Ghostbusters fire station, hook and ladder eight. Yes, mm-hmm. I took my selfie outside of that. Um, but I can now say, 18 months into the game being released, around that sort of time, I'm now 63% into the game. Oh, wow. Is that 63% overall? Yes, or because 63% story. I've got all of the backpacks that are on the map, mm. and then those are the ones obviously that. They don't tell you where they are. You snapped all the sites. Snapped all the sites, and I've unlocked all the cell phone towers, and I've done all of the Black Cat missions, with the exception of the one that's hidden. Because, mm. so, like, three of the backpacks are hidden in one area. but And I'm like, oh, man, I'm not going to swing around the city for hours waiting for me to hear a certain noise and be like, oh, a backpack's near mm. it. Because some of those backpacks, even when you've got, like, it's taking you directly to where it is, are still difficult to find. Yeah. So... I don't think I'm ever going to 100% it, even though I kind of, I thought I could do because I was so close to getting all the backpacks. Sorry, my mind diverted when you said Black Cat. I don't know if you could see my eyes, but I was remembering the relationship I had with Black Cat in that game. Never, never, you know, Mm. never, never fully gets off the ground, but boy, is she a tease. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, that's uh, more or less what I did with my... My little time off. Good. And then recovering from war games. Mm-hmm. What a show. What a show indeed, mate. Oh, my God. That women's match. Oh. Incredible. It was, I think, probably my match of the weekend. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. Um, I did, But it's it's weird, isn't it? Because I, I, the, the Keith Lee stuff was so special that I imagine to you too personally as well. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's very rare to see that band. You... <coughs> That band you were into before nobody else. You saw them a bunch of times in that little pub, and you're like, "These guys are gonna be great." And you tell everyone, "These guys are gonna be great." And they're like, "Oh, look out for them!" And then, like within a year, he's pinning Seth Rollins in arguably the highest profile match at Survivor Series and going toe to toe with Roman Reigns. I remember, and I remember this because I was editing them at the time, but the we did a Wrestle Ramble episode where we had a mailbag and the last question we answered was, who from the independent scene should WWE sign? And you looked at me and said, we're both thinking the same name, should we do it at the same time? I was like, okay, we went one, two, three, Keith Lee. And that's how we ended the episode. Mm. That was like, you know, years ago. Wow. Look at him now, our boy Keith. Up there on the big stage. We we still text. I've never <laughs> texted him. You, you you DM'd him once. Yeah, no, I, I really DM'd Really proud of you, mate. I, I DM'd him over the weekend as well. Did he? Did yeah. he reply? He did, yeah. Oh, yeah. what well, a such sweetheart. A, such a nice guy. Yeah. He's got so much charisma. I'm obsessed with him right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, this is an email that comes in from Matt, uh, who calls himself a new kind of pod swafter. Now, I'm going to be uh, honest with our, our listener base here. Uh, since I've been away and come back, I seem to have fallen behind on a lot of your email correspondence. Par exemple, this email that Matt sent here was sent to us on October 16th. 
Wow. That was a month ago. Yeah, we've got to catch up. Exactly. Uh, he says, Hi, Luke, Ollie, Laurie, not Randy, Pete, Simon, all the rest of, talk to, uh, all the rest of Tykes, Blake, Ham, and you piece of crap. Aww. Oh, Blake, sorry. I read that wrong. <laughs> Blake, Ham, you piece of crap, and Dave. I thought it was meant to say, and you piece of crap. Right. No, Which, no, no. That's, that's, stop fitting. that's fitting. That's much more fitting. in all the gimmicks. Greetings from Sweden. Oh, Sweden. I'm just emailing to let you guys know that I believe I've identified a new kind of podswafter, the reluctant podswafter. Oh, I wouldn't want anyone to... I want, I want it to be consensual listening. I was recently made redundant. Don't worry, I've already got a new job. As part, of my, as part of my redundancy package, I've been off work for the last few weeks uh, with full pay until I start my new job on the 28th of October. What a time. Absolutely. This has allowed me to spend some quality time with my wife and children at home and in turn led to me very generously sharing your podcast with the whole family, mainly my wife, oh, Jenny, no. and eight-month-old eight uh, daughter, Alice. Over breakfast or lunch, the two boys are at school and nursery during the week. However, my wife is not enjoying your podcast at all. <laughs> <laughs> She isn't a wrestling fan. Uh, and while I suspected this might be an issue, I thought that the general banter and the intro and outro would get her hooked. This has not been the case. And mm. she often greets the wrestle ramble with sighs, indifferent, and comments like, oh, do we have to listen to this? Oh, no. And I don't like listening to this podcast. It sounds like there are other people in the house just talking, leading me to categorize her as a reluctant podswafter. Wow. Do any other podswafters have a similar experience whilst listening? Are there any more reluctant podswafters out there? This could be a whole new segment of the podcast market for you guys to tap into. I used to listen to the podcast People at work. People who don't want to listen to us, <laughs> but have to. I used to listen to the podcast at work, and this has never been an issue before, but it's dividing the family like Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure if you guys could do this, but uh, give a shout out to Jenny Taylor from Choc uh, John Cupping. John Cupping. Sweden. Uh, I'm sure it will have no impact on her day whatsoever, but it would make mine. Please help the consistent work. Cheers, Matt. Great email, Matt. That is uh, a good email. You've, you've somehow managed to make me feel bad in a, in a new way I didn't know was possible. I'm so sorry. Uh, what was what was her name? Uh, Jenny. Jenny. I'm so sorry, Jenny. Uh, but well, what do you want us to talk about, Jenny? We'll talk about something for you. What are you into? We're, we're, the, 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 because if I've learned anything, you want to please everyone. And you can do it if you work hard enough. Uh, I also had this email in from uh, Rachel that said uh, that she found this while researching for a book. She couldn't help uh, read the description. Um, and your crap Kimmick cadence thought, in my, uh, thought you and the boys might get a kick out of it. And this is a website called uh, the Hyptomistress or Hyptonomistress. Hypto-mistress. Hypto-mistress. Like hypto hypno-toad. Apparently so, yes. Hypno-mistress? Hypto... Anyway, so... Sorry. Scarlet Bordeaux is your sweet but alluring sexy girl next door. She's the lady in the streets and a naughty minx in the, in the sheets. This is a genuine website, by the way. Well, Scarlet Bordeaux is a wrestler. Apparently, I don't know if it's the same one, but according to Rachel Hanover, it is, and she found this while doing research. Let me see this website. Look at the things that she does. Right. I d that can't be the, the same person. Oh, my word. This is raunchy. Yeah. Scroll down a bit. I mean, it's surely just a... Uh, Someone with the same name. Yeah. But, or, or a someone who has... It's, it's catfishing. 
Mm, yes. But that be. was what I... Oh, my word. This is a raunchily ridden... How much of that can you read without let's, crossing the PG line? Let's try. Um, I don't know, but we've got children that listen to this well, show. Just, okay, so what will be our, our word that we replace everything with? <laughs> but there's so many words to replace. Yeah, that's difficult. That's difficult <laughs> isn't it? Let, me, let me have a go. Let me have a go. So Scarlet Bordeaux is your sweet but alluring sexy girl next door. I think we can say that. She's the lady in the streets and the naughty minx in the sheets. She's the girl you take home to mum, but the sultry woman who will whisper in your ear that she isn't wearing... Uh, Kermit. Stuff. <laughs> under her stuff. On the way there. Yeah. Oh, this is easy. She's a bit of a switch. Meaning she'll tease... Nintendo and, Switch. A Nintendo Switch. Meaning she'll teaseingly let you, um, you know, be a bit bossy. Yeah, play the games that you want to play. Before she playfully... Let's... She playfully decides what games, games you, you want to play. play. On the Nintendo Switch. She'll flirtatiously take you under... Deep under hypnosis. Engulfing you in her pleasureful sweetness. It's mm-hmm. still okay, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As she... As she commands you to be her hypnotic friend. Yeah. Hypnotic. When you least expect it. Okay, now, now it takes a... <laughs> <laughs> your, um, you know, your microphone. Your gentleman's agreement. Will, will rise up... <laughs> to the occasion. By her unforeseen... It, it leaves you bre- breathless for more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Something, yeah. something, something, breathless for more. Speciality, guided time with yourself. Uh, solo jogging. Mm-hmm. Uh, trigger sessions, I don't know what that is. I'm pretty sure. Uh, we said Brexit in an earlier email. Maybe that, that sounds like a trigger <laughs> session. Uh, hands-free uh, dr- um, mm. bicycle riding. Yeah, okay. And... Uh, Cosplay hypnosis. <laughs> yeah. Ah, anyway, well, you can support okay. her on Patreon for fifteen okay. bucks. Apparently, I was looking to see if there was like a hyperlink there, so we could determine whether it was the real mm. or not. I don't even know if uh, Scarlet tricky. Bordeaux has a. Uh, that was tricky. No, I don't. Well, I do not think that's Scarlet Bordeaux. No, the, the Scarlet Bordeaux. I think that's someone catfishing and has seen that name, or maybe they just came up with the name independently of it. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, thanks for sending that in. Uh, indeed. <laughs> this comes in from. I know what I'm doing. This <laughs> Move aside, Star Wars. <laughs> um, right, I, I'm going to do another email, but I think we're going to have to get into the show itself. Uh, so we're going to be talking about Seth Rollins, and it only looks like he's gone and bloody turned heel. About time. Here's the show. But let's get on to the main talking point, which is Seth Rollins just kicking off the show right away. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm a heel now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This was a great episode of Raw. Yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I loved this episode really of Raw. Did I thought this well. was a terrific three hours of wrestling content, particularly with that middle hour being all United States Brilliant. action. Oh, Brilliant. my God. It was amazing. But I would say at the start of this show, I was like, when did Seth Rollins turn heel? Where was there ever a hint that Seth Rollins was turning heel? I mean, he's a heel on Twitter because he's a knob. But when has he been like on TV? Sorry, he's behaved like a knob. You know, tomato, tomato. He, he apologized to Will Ospreay. He did take steps yeah, I to... Know, I know. He's just a hothead. He's a hothead. 
Um, and so, like, but there was never, like, this time last week, everyone was on Seth's side. And Seth was, like, leading the charge. At Survivor Series, Seth was leading the charge and everyone was on his side. And then it just took that one loss for him to come and be like, oh, I'm a heel now. And I think all of you are crap. And I think you're all rubbish. And I'm going to point to all of your favorites, apart from Charlotte Flair, and tell them that they're rubbish. And I, I was thinking about it. I was like, this just needed one shot. This needed one shot at Survivor Series after Keith Lee eliminated him, of him just sat there against the barricade or against the ring, just like, huh. And that one shot would have completely set up this promo, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as opposed to this promo coming completely out of nowhere. Well, so I agree with you. It would have been a, a lot more effective and a better told story if you did some of this in the Survivor Series match. And they kind of did. There was that friction between him and Kevin Owens, which I wish they drew out a little bit more, mm. apart from all to get eliminated so quickly. That was my only criticism of that match, is playing up where does Kevin Owens' loyalty lie. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was a fascinating angle. And then Seth would have, you know, that, that could have fueled whatever happened here. But to, to to recap what happened, how Raw opened, you know, the first, first shot in a post-Survivor Series 2019 world. Seth in the middle of the ring in a full black suit. Yeah, dressed all in black. Black shirt as well, black shoes. It's just like, you're a heel. <laughs> and the the roster were around the edge. It was it was done like a town hall meeting. I don't know why WWE keep billing it as a town hall meeting. Branding. It's a weird, lame bit of branding. Anyway, and Rollins just starts talking off. There's It's Chicago, by the way. We're still there. Huge CM Punk chance because of this building rivalry, whether it's real or not, or if they're just working with the idea that somewhere down the line something might come of it, which is what I think they're doing. So the crowd are chanting CM Punk, and Seth just says, I tried to get him here, but he prefers to stay in LA. Mm -hmm. Yeah, talking about change he's uh, not willing to make. Something along those lines. Yeah, Or talking about change he can't make. And, And he just... He goes off on how much he loves Raw, how much he loves WWE. I'm like every single one of you. I love Raw. I grew up loving Raw. And he's doing all that within the context of Survivor Series and how Survivor Series lost, like, pretty badly. Raw lost. You said Survivor Series lost. Survivor Series won. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, really... I mean, we all won, yeah. but Survivor Series You're was right. the biggest win. You're right. Raw, Raw lost the most out of uh, them and SmackDown. Didn't get a single NXT. win on the main show. Yeah. And he, he used that to fuel him suddenly going, it's you're the weak link on my team, Randy Orton. Yeah. Randy Orton, you're crap. He basically like was taking advice from um, Charlie Caruso on uh, how to <laughs> introduce people. Charlotte Flair. You're crap. Yeah, and and the, as he does this, the people he's criticising walk away. Uh, he, he I like Randy Orton giving him the wanker sign as yeah. he walked away. Uh, AOP, he says, you're meant to be these big scary guys. You didn't even show up. And then they walk away. Like, well, that was weird that they put AOP. That was a very nice bit of foreshadowing. I, that By the end of the episode, you were like, that's smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the, the, the thing that went too far for everyone was, he goes, Rey Mysterio. You you let us down too. I'm like, Ray wasn't in a a brand warfare match. No, but technically he's... Brock Lesnar is on your team. Yeah, but then he said, "I beat Brock twice this year. You couldn't even beat him once. You're crap." Yeah. So I, I hope that becomes his his catchphrase. This is the things you've done. These are the things I've done. You're crap. <laughs> <laughs> Which is that's not good wrestling promo. You want to build up the other person. But they so they all walk off. 
as he says that. And then Kevin, it's just Kevin Owens left in the ring. It's a great bit of camera work, great reveal. Really good. And Owens gets in the ring. Rollins starts going, you're, a, you're lazy, you're Mr. NXT, kind of blaming him for Seth's trust issues. Yeah. Really nice bit of script in there. And, and Kevin Owens just, you know, stunned him. Gave him the stunner, exactly, yeah. It was really, like, I mean, Rollins was full-blown heel in this. Like, there wasn't, this is not a shade of grey. This was, I am a baddie now. And it worked because when Owens got in the ring, he felt like, it felt like the Kevin Owens of yeah. six months ago when he was the hottest thing, like the hottest baby face that they had. And it was actually great because the crowd was so, so into him. It was, it was really good stuff. It's a remarkable sleight of hand that they pulled off there where Seth Rollins, this guy who has not been connecting for a while as their top babyface, and Kevin Owens, this other guy who's been floundering since the brand split and arguably even before then. Not because either of those guys are not talented, just because they haven't been booked effectively. And in one little sweep that hasn't devalued anything that, that came before it, Seth Rollins is connecting as a heel, and Kevin Owens feels like this really rapturous babyface. Yeah. Like a badass, anti-authority babyface. Um, I, I thought this was an excellent start to the show. Really, really good. And it just shifted. In, in the way that the, the pay-per-view post-shows are so perfectly placed to do, just like we saw with Full Gear and AEW, you don't change everything, nice. but you just shift enough of it where you're like oh this is the new season yeah and i yeah it's made me really hopeful for for the first time in a while really mm-hmm. uh with wwe that we're gonna get a, a very compelling journey to royal rumble we're on the road to royal rumble now really. we are indeed yeah on that road to royal rumble and road <laughs> to tlc as well and it felt like this show is also here to be like here are three matches you're going to get at tlc mm. And I was, you know, into all of those three matches, really. The exception. And actually, I, I would say it was the best. It's the most I've enjoyed the Lashley-Rusev storyline. Oh, yeah, by far. And, and the other thing is, all those storylines since the brand split have been hampered by the fact they have to build to Crown Jewel and then it was Survivor, Survivor Series. Series. This felt like, ah, oh, weekly stories again. Raw Thank can you. be raw again as opposed to, it's about brand supremacy. Yeah. Uh, the, and the, the one more thing I just want to say because I thought Seth Rollins' performance and the content of the promo were both absolutely on point so good so I don't believe you know you said like oh Seth Rollins is a heel now he never said or not not like you have to but he never out and out went heel you know there wasn't a big turn on anyone there wasn't anything no. like that there wasn't ha 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 you fans right it was ne- never any of that the most there was was you you let me down you let me down but if you actually look back at these promos in the weeks before, very little has changed. He's, yeah. he's still behaving the same way. He's still saying, I love Raw. He still sees himself, I think, as a character, as the the savior of this company. And it's the, it's all, the best heels are the ones who are justified, or at least think they're justified in their action. Delusional is a really yeah. good word. You know, it's what Bailey was doing when she turned heel. She was like, I haven't changed. Mm. Nothing about me's changed. I'm still Bailey. But there is one, and I, I said it in my review that went up shortly before this, there's one significant difference, and that's before he would always blame himself if there was a loss mm-hmm. and take responsibility because he'd carry that brand on his shoulders, or at least that's what he thought. Now he's blaming other people. And that's I, I think it's, it's a really nice, subtle shift. It reminds me, funnily enough, 
of CM Punk's excellent slow build heel turn mm-hmm. against Jeff Hardy when it just started with an eye injury. Yeah. A sort of faked an eye injury. Just took the, the shortcut and little ways out. So, yeah. But th- this, this played into the main event that was Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens. Um, which, which the Wrestling Observer, in their review, uh, Alvarez and Dave Meltzer sort of took issue with because they were really? like, yeah, they were like, well, Seth's definitely a heel now. Why is he wrestling as a babyface? I did see Brian Alvarez tweet that he's like at the same time the best and worst heel in the company yeah. because he's a great heel promo, but he's a terrible heel wrestler. Well, that's but I I disagree. If you look at it from the crowd, I don't think the crowd were hot for this match. No, and I think that's because. Rollins didn't change a single thing in his arsenal. He was still doing babyface moves like dives and tuning up the band for the stomp. And Kevin Owens, and it kind of just like deflated. It wasn't the most effective heel babyface reception. I've got another point that I want to make. I was, well, I was, just, I was getting curious if you were, if it's because if you, if I went to Raw now and there's a Rollins match in the main event, I know there's no finish. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So like, <laughs> I wonder if the crowd now are just being conditioned to be like, well, this is not going to have a finish, so there's no point in me getting into it. Potentially, but if if Rollins was working as an out and out heel, shouting at the fans, I think you, yeah, you would have Chicago. Yeah, you know, totally. they, they should have been more. He'd have riled it. them up. Yeah. yeah. But if you're looking at this from a, a genuine slow build and telling a consistent story. There is no reason for Seth to change that much just now. So I, I had no problem with it. I, I thought no it problem. was justified. I, I had no problem with it either. Uh, but yeah, it was it was it was an okay main event. It was just doing. It was a standard match, really. I mean, my first notes are Rollins is still in his Nikki Bella cosplay. <laughs> they do some wrestling. Uh, but and Roll, all, Rollins rolls out the ring and gets a chair. It was all about yeah. That I guess that was the most heelish thing he did. And the, but it was all about the angle that came at the end. Because it's a Seth Rollins match. There's not going to be a finish. That's probably going to get worse, folks, if he's a heel. <laughs> and AOP, that very same team that he criticised for not showing up at the start of the show, walked down, stood in the middle of the ring, looked at both guys, but only beat up Kevin Owens. And then they looked back at Seth, and Seth was like, come on, fight me. And then they're like, nah, and walked off, leaving this prone Kevin Owens. Match has been called off, of course. It was DQ win for Owens. And Seth just stomps him twice. Yeah. So he didn't like, you know, if this, to me, if this was a full heel turn, he would have sided with them and go, <laughs> John. Mm-hmm. But he didn't. Kev. So I th- I'm, I'm excited to see this play out over a few I'm weeks. really excited to see it play out as well. I did get, um, I, I did get callbacks or flashbacks, though, to the inner circle. Because this is, Seth Rollins alienated himself Seth Rollins has alienated himself from everyone the same way that Chris Jericho alienated himself from everyone at AEW. But there was a tag team that had his back. Mm. In in AEW, it was XLAX. And here it was AOP. (coughs) I'm just saying there are some similarities there. Would you... I mean, if... Because I looked at this and I just thought, oh, new faction. Three-man faction. It's a new J&J security or or just... Yeah. Yeah. Or a mix between J&J security and the Shield. And AOP, that's a great way to elevate them, I think. I'm really excited about the potential of those three men working together at the top. Completely, yeah. But maybe you're right. Maybe you could add another person in there. Honestly, I think this is just going to be a three-man team. Mm, I mean, you're right. You could add more people. But I I do think this is just going to be Rollins... At, with some muscle behind him, yeah. But it's never. It's almost like the. Do you remember like that? The shield was supposed to be CM Punk's deal, 
but then they didn't really they hadn't really decided what the story for it was so they just kept changing their minds like oh it's Vince McMahon's thing no it's Paul Heyman's thing no it's Punk's thing and then uh, but I wonder if that's what they're going to do here is that he's going to be saying like I'm, I've got nothing to do with AOP mm. I'm not asking them to do these things but then they come down to the ring and beat up people for him. Yeah. Not for him, but in matches that he is in. We're answering and you're cool. You're rallying. Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah, you told us. You told us to step up and we're stepping up. Uh, well, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm excited. Plus, the, the one thing we didn't say in the opening bit is that Rollins' promo, this rah-rah speech, they even called it a rah-rah speech on commentary and called Seth a locker room leader. This is all... Uh, you know, either an indirect or, for my money, very direct. That's very direct. Play on Dave Meltzer incorrectly reporting that Seth Rollins was uh, did, did that speech after the Saudi Arabia travel incident before the, the, the following episode of Raw. Did I tell you my conspiracy theory about that? Tell me. I told Laurie about this because um, I was away when, I, when all of this was happening. When I got back, mm. I was kind of looking into it and I came up with this conspiracy theory idea. Because um, like they, they, they kind of like fingered Meltzer for being like, oh, you're the one who did all the bad reporting about the Saudi Arabia thing. Despite the fact that it was quite clearly it was all the lads that were scared stuck in Saudi Arabia texting Meltzer being like, I'm scared. And that's what Meltzer was going with. And it wasn't just Meltzer. It was Mike Johnson. It was everyone was going with, you know, with these stories. But they fingered out Meltzer in particular. I think they then fed him that rah-rah story on purpose so they could have Seth Rollins discredit him and Meltzer admit okay, yeah, I was wrong on that one. So they can then say, so all of his Saudi Arabia reports are wrong as well. Is wrong as well. A purveyor of disinformation. Exactly, yeah. So instantly, by just feeding him that one bit of misinformation mm. and him reporting that, you can now discredit everything else he does. It's, the, it's, it's what Pritchard's done like, for the last 10 years on his podcast, mm. which is just that Conrad will read a paragraph from The Observer and he'll say 95% of that is right, but that 5% is wrong. He makes up 100% of his story. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah I, I, I might subscribe to that conspiracy theory too. <laughs> Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Life is full of what-ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you want to get your name shouted out on the WrestleTalk Live episodes, why don't you become one of our $25 and above Patreon pledgehammers over on patreon.com forward slash WrestleTalk, where this week you will be getting our review of Survivor Series 1997, which we really do need to record. Doing it tomorrow. Doing it tomorrow. And this coming Friday, you're going to get WrestleTalk After Dark, where we get a few, we have a few drinks, get a little bit tipsy, get a little bit larry, a little bit sweary, and we do some karaoke. And it's, um, it's uncomfortable. It's <laughs> Ollie often tells really bizarre stories from his childhood that always, without fail, involve masturbation. <laughs> That's all I did. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you take us through? Because uh, if you are at the $25 and above level, you get your own wrestling nickname and a shout out in the show like these fine folk. It's pronounced like m- methamphetamines. Sethamphetamines. Whoa. Explaining jokes. The Wonder Wall. Brian Gallagher. Thank you. Liam Midsommar Murders. Yeah, Midsommar Murders. Good TV show, mate. New kid on the block, Ben Newcomb. Yes, thank you, Ben. You cannot break the Joshua Huxhold. Can't break it. Yes. The Power Couple, Stephen and Giovanna. Thank you, Stephen and Giovanna. The DJ on Mustard. The DJ on Mustard. Yep. There it is. The life of Jordan Riley. Whoa, thank you very much. Becky's favourite brother, James Lynch. Whoa, oh, yes. Vito Ventura, Pet Detective. Love that movie. Colin McLeaner than Finn Balor. Nice. Makes it sound like he's cleaner as opposed to leaner. Yeah, I suppose it does. Uh, and lastly, tantalising Travis Mangtello. Thank you very much, everybody, for those generous pledges. Uh, and just before we get into your super chats, you are looking at the Wrestle League season three winner and loser. Now, it's been controversial these last couple of days, and I, I, I want to say now, the controversy continues because I have another update. What? Oh yeah, I've been sitting on this for the last couple of days. Because I wanted to do this on a live episode. Do you want me to say where things stand right now first? And and then we will tease that there is another update to come. Oh my god. So at the moment, Luke, well done. 57 points. Laurie got 56. Randy got 54. Me and Pete tied at the bottom with 50. So we'll be doing the music video punishment comment some ideas of what you want us to do. I think Pete's quite keen to do a rap. Yeah, um... Because Pete 
effectively cheated at one point, we discovered. Yes. Because he submitted his Hell in a Cell predictions twice, which means he got... It was a mistake. Which means he got double points for for a pay-per-view. So when Pete was celebrating that he won on the live reactions, we actually both came last. Yes. But I've got another update. Well, tell me now. Well, no, but I, I need Laurie here as well. So uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'm gonna, I'll message Laurie now. You start doing the Super Chats, I'll message Laurie to pop oh down. Oh my God. This is, this is big. Okay, so let's get into your su- su- Super Chats. Uh, so from KJ, everyone is going to be a Seth Rollins fanboy now since he's a heel. He's still a clown who can't keep his mouth shut to me. I, I would be interested to see if he, everyone starts cheering for him now. Yeah, we, absolutely. That's why we can't have nice things. Boo the heels. <laughs> Ryan B. Bask in his glory, King Chopper Whopper. It's not heel Rollins, it's Twitter Rollins. That's like a that. good gimmick. Uh, Colostopia, WWE finally letting Seth be himself. Yeah. I don't think he's... No, I'm this, not sure that's the case. Um, Jimmy yeah. Fochu, will turning Seth heel work, or is it like Cena being a babyface so long it won't work? Hey, I think it will work, and I think if you turn Cena heel... It would have been. It would be spectacular. It would have been, and effectively, <laughs> Cena being babyface for so long did work. Mm. Eventually, like it took sixteen years, but we all started <laughs> cheering for him in the end. Brian Hoyt was the town hall a direct shot at Dave Meltzer. Rah rah! Only insider fans got that Seth angle. Yeah. Well, I think it's it's an angle that plays to either thing. If it could play to people who don't know and anything about it but if you do know you get a lot more from it mm-hmm. uh, so i think it was i think it was a good idea yeah totally i, <laughs> I like blending real life with kayfabe nits m assuming they're going for an aop seth faction what would the faction name be hashtag love you time with the boys does it need a name hmm because I did think about this. When uh, he was having a pop at Randy and Randy was walking away, I was like, Randy, what about the authority? Yeah. Shields of pain? Ooh. That authority sounds... of pain. Uh, no, I, I think they'd go with shield of pain. Because he'll be like, I'm the architect of the shield. I made that team. I can make a whole new version uh, of it. That's a nice... That's a sort of a nice uh, yeah. character drive. It's also just like... It's a good way as well to kind of like wipe previous shield history. Sure, there were, there were only other two people in the shield. You forgot Kurt Angle. Sean Turner, Seth, you aren't Johnny, not even close. Cheap heat. Who's Johnny? Gargano, maybe. Gargano. All right, all right. So Laurie is now here. He's okay. looking at me with his arms folded. Laurie walking the shot. Andy is here because I think I Andy. Have another update. Okay. Oh, oh my god. All right. Well, do you want to do your update? You, we need you on. A, we need you on a microphone. I'm gonna do it last. Okay. Okay. Hi everyone. Hi everyone. Okay. So. A little while ago, you and I made a bet for Wrestle League points. It has since come to light. That bet was not, like we all thought, about Natalia versus Lacey Evans. It was, in fact, about whether or not Mustafa Ali would challenge for the Shinsuke Nakamura's Intercontinental <laughs> Championship. So what that means... I said it would never happen. You said it wouldn't happen, and I said it would happen. And it hasn't happened. So what that actually means is that I need to have four points deducted from my score. Four? Well, yeah, the two that are Ollie's points and the two for the bet. And... Why two that are my points? Because I bet, I bet you two of my points. But it was, it, it was only a... Yeah, it was only two. So you I know, but I've got, got two switch but either I, way. Well, no, because I've got two of your points. No, no, no. You only but have got two extra points. Your two points are my two points. There are only two points at play there. <laughs> So you would only give back two points to me. Okay. 
So I need to give two points back to you then. Yeah. Sorry, I apologise then. So I need to give two points back to you. So what that actually means is Oh, no, that you're right. But then I get your two that's points. What I, yes, thank you very much. So then you get the two points that I bet against you. Uh-huh. So you get your two points and my two points. So I do lose <laughs> four points, which not only means that Laurie is the winner yes! of season three. Th- give me. Season three. I'm Laurie two-time, baby. Oh. But it also means that Ollie is not joint last because However. he has got... He has got Ooh. 54 points on the same uh, same as Randy. Wait, wait, wait. So current standings <laughs> are 54 for Randy. Yep. And Luke goes down to 53. Yeah, indeed. And Laurie is now at the top with 56. Yes. However. What? However. What? <laughs> you no. need to... Someone needs to keep track of stuff. Better. This is Andy's job. No, no, no. <laughs> so Nate Craver is the man in charge of Wrestle League, sort of does all the, the formulas. And he wasn't aware of the, this bet. That, that had been taken place. So he never added or took away any points from anyone. So you are on 50 points at the end of season three because he what? never ever took any points. Well, it's not because I gave him two points, points, but I gave him two points for the bet. No, but no, nothing but, ever See that. the drama that this one <laughs> bet you had no, no, no. that didn't include anyone else. Randy is saying that those standings never factored in the bet anyway. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Nathan <laughs> was never aware. Okay, so wait a minute. So actually, I'm on... I, <laughs> you are on 50... You should be on 55. 55? And, and Ollie's Ollie should... still on 50. <laughs> <laughs> Does that make sense? No. no. Should still get the Ollie two should points. get the two points. So you take two points from So Ollie should be on... Ollie, Ollie, should be on two points. Ollie is on 52 points. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm on 55 points. Yeah. So narrowly escaped. Wait, wait, wait. No, but Andy is in possession of the version that has, has never, has never had the bet involved in it. Yeah, and that's the version that we've got currently. No, and no, he, no. Andy's saying that that, that means the, I have 50. Yeah. The version that I have that's got every single show from SummerSlam Survivor Series. It's so good to be doing this says, meeting. <laughs> Ollie has. you get Simon in it? 50 points. But with the bet, he gets another two points. Yeah, because, because he bet, won the he bet. The bet takes two points from oh, the so you won the bet. Yeah. yeah, of course. So yeah, so you do have 52, 52 points. points. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah is that confirmed? That's confirmed. Yeah. You have 52. I don't know why it was, it was arguing that. That was a bigger win for Ollie than it was for me. <laughs> <laughs> I've already had this. Yeah. You don't get to touch it. Oh, yeah. Tell your sex tape. Well, um, that was confusing. So, yeah, so the overall winner of season three is Laurie Blake and the overall loser is Chopper Pete Quinnell. He's not in today. But I'll make sure to tell it. Yeah. <laughs> but this is why I'm not on screen. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, okay, get out of here. We got Thanks so much, Randy. You can take that now. You are, I mean, you are the winner of it. I am the winner. Congratulations, Laurie. Laurie two-time, baby. Yep. Woo! That's why when people kept congratulating me, I was like, don't congratulate me just yet, lads. Yeah, I didn't win. how maths work. <laughs> God's sake. Two and a half thousand people <laughs> watched that ridiculousness live. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I can continue reviewing the show. Well, you don't have to do a punishment video now, which I know you're thrilled about because it takes up so much of your time. It's, yeah. that you don't have. But people are always like, "Oh, you, you guys have too much fun. These aren't punishments." I'm like, it takes days. <laughs> it takes days to do on top of everything we do. Oh uh, my god. Okay, 
Right. Right. That was. Should we do the full review a now? Bloody emotional roller coaster. Good grief. meeting that we discussed at the top of this show and then Rollins backstage challenged Kevin Owens to uh, the match that would be the main event and then we got the first of uh, three four back-to-back squash matches oh yeah yeah and I this is what so I love that opening segment and then when I had these four back-to-back squash matches I was like the whole show's not gonna be this right it felt like it was in danger of becoming that for a while yeah but then that second hour with all the United States Championship stuff like completely turned the show around. Mm-hmm. And then that final hour was really good as well. So the first we ha- uh, first of these squash matches was Lashley versus Titus O'Neil. Titus O'Neil getting screen time. Uh, Dave Meltzer, I didn't really notice it. It was a one-minute match because it was only there for Rusev to run in and, and attack uh, Lashley. Dave Meltzer said, I, I'm astounded by how bad a one-minute match can be. Oh, yeah, it was quite bad. Yeah. It was amazing how many spots Titus O'Neil got wrong in that one-minute space. At least he made it down to the ring without tripping over. Yeah, but it was it was all victories. to set up. Rusev had had another restraining order put on him. There was a clip from that earlier in the day. He runs in. He starts beating up Lashley. He Lana's screaming at him, stop. And then he's setting Lashley up on the announce desk table at the top of the ramp to do some crazy move or something but the police arrest him and they put him in handcuffs and the Chicago crowd are going crazy for Rusev it was bonkers it was really well done because this is focusing on Rusev and Lashley none of the sort of over the top stupid I am pregnant no I'm not Uh, and Rusev with his hands in cuffs behind his back just runs into Lashley and shoulder tackles him off the stage that was awesome. And then he kicks over a girder. Yeah, a bit of scaffolding. To fall on Lashley as well while everyone's holding him back. Rusev looked incredible here. It looked here. so badass. It was... It's the best this angle has looked since it started. Definitely. About eight months ago. Yeah. It would look. It was so good. Uh, after that, we got an AOP squash match. They just beat Ryder and Hawkins. Yep. With no um, answer. Yeah, they wrestle with, uh, without shirts now. Yeah, I mean it's they're physically impressive. It's just just a change. Yeah, Vic Joseph. Good. So Dio Madden wasn't on commentary again this week. Still selling that Brock Lesnar beatdown. I hope he comes back soon. I miss the guy. Yeah. I, so that's the other thing as well. I thought Jerry Lawler was a heel tonight. I thought he's now changed into a heel persona because he was backing Rollins. Mm. He was on side with Lashley and Lana as well during their angle. And I was like, oh, so Lawler's playing a heel now. Good. And then I was like, that is definitely sh- for sure he's a heel now because he was also backing Charlotte Flair. And I was like, ah, so you're a heel for everyone else, but not for Charlotte Flair. It's like when Michael Cole was a heel apart from John Cena, who he was still a babyface for. Yeah, but yeah. Charlotte's, Charlotte's also a heel. No, she's definitely a babyface. Um, and but Vic Joseph on commentary when AOP did their like destruction and stuff, he went, oh, "Have we ever seen destruction like that in a tag team?" I was like, "The Viking Raiders are your tag team champions. This is what they've been doing all year." Well, Jerry Lawler's reply to that was even better. He went, "Team Raw last night." <laughs> <laughs> uh, after that, we got Akira Tozawa versus Andrade. Nice to see Tozawa getting so much screen time recently. Uh, here, he didn't really get a chance to show anything. It was just a Andrade squash. Yeah, but. He won without Zelina Vega interference, so big thumbs up from me. Yeah, uh, hopefully he gets a story now. That's the next thing yeah. for Andrade. Well, speaking of getting a story... Right. Alistair Black is trapped in his closet, and he says, you are the one that knocks, or whatever. 
And then Matt Hardy returns. Yeah, the 90s are back in full swing. <laughs> no, nothing broke. I mean, it does kind of tie into his YouTube series, Freeing the Delete, mm. where he, is, he isn't he is woken Matt Hardy or anything. He's trying to free it. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was quite bizarre. Because uh, it is like, it's not even 2000s Matt mm. Hardy. This is like... It feels like 1998, Matt Hardy. Yeah, so I think it's it was a wise move, though, because we're like, oh, how can we give Buddy Murphy a good win? And but and looking at who's around, Matt Hardy, big name. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. So Hardy comes down and Buddy Murphy beats him relatively quickly using uh, Kenny Omega's copy and paste moveset. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he won with a, a series of V-triggers. Uh, and he got a bloodied nose in this. I thought it made him look uh, even cooler. Yeah. And he calls out Black at the end and Black comes down and they have a little brawl, which Black gets the better of. It does make me question what the two talked about when they met each other in the hallway last week, though. Oh, yeah. Like, how, how did that <laughs> end? After the cameras left, we cut. It's 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 a dark hole to go down, because then you'll start asking about Brian Rowan, <laughs> Roman Reigns, and fake Rowan, yeah, and yeah. what happened there. I mean, I, I have thousands of questions stemming from that angle still. But then after that sort of squash match montage that we got, and an interview with Charlotte Flair backstage setting up the Asuka match later on, we got what was just an absolutely terrific multi-segment well, story. We missed one thing. So Alistair Black came down after the match. Oh, I said that. And he brawled. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I, I missed you talking about that. Yeah, uh, It was really good. But this, So AJ Styles was advertised last week to take on Umberto Carrillo for the United States title here. A match that no one's into because Styles has beaten them three times already and Carrillo, unfortunately, has been completely undermined and has no momentum. So Carrillo comes down I thought it was weird that AJ wasn't out there with Gallows and Anderson. I thought the same thing, because you don't hear that music uh, very often now, because mm. they just come out as a faction with their OC music. But it, it was all a ruse, and the OC jump Carrillo. They give him this sick magic killer on the steel steps. Oh, it looked wicked. Yeah, yeah really good. And, uh, and Ricochet runs down because he's a good guy. Yeah. I like that. And he's checking on Carrillo, and he gets a mic, and he's like, well, why are you doing that to AJ? And AJ's like... Uh, heel. I, uh, I liked King's line when uh, they gave the magic killer to Carrillo on the steps King went, ah, it's too soon for Carrillo anyway <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Yeah, so uh, Ricochet was like, no, no, no I'm going to challenge you for the United States Championship and they're just like, what? No, I signed for a match with Carrillo and uh, last time I checked he's yeah, not cleared he, to wrestle. AJ was brilliant in all of this. Absolutely great. So then Randy Orton came out next um, he said that Umberto can't compete but I can. Mm -hmm. Full baby face this week was Orton. Um, uh, AJ says the last time that they fought it was in a, we were on a bigger stage and a better city. Yeah, take that Chicago. <laughs> so good. Um, and then Drew McIntyre came out and made the point. It's just like at Survivor Series, not only was I dominant, I beat the United Kingdom champion. I beat. He's the first person to have pinned Walter in WWE <sighs> in those three minutes. And that got a lot of heat from the crowd. Oh, didn't it just? Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and, On both occasions. And then Rey Mysterio came down as well, pro wrestling. It's a fatal four-way, yep. and the winner faces AJ right after. And AJ was like, no, that's a stupid idea. Right, Gallows? And Alec Gallows went, I mean, you can't fault the logic. It's, yeah. it's quite good. Anderson? I think it's a good idea as well. It was funny, yeah. and that is not so in the seeds for an OC breakup. Absolutely it was just, just comedy, and it, yeah. it was played really well. So this goes straight into McIntyre versus Autumn versus Ricochet versus Mysterio. 
It was good. Yeah, I, great I, stuff. I, I enjoyed this match. It, it, it was there were, there were a few uh, cool spots. There was this pit where Drew's hanging in a tree of woe, and above him, Orton is suplexing Ray. But Drew crunches up and manages to powerbomb Randy as they're all coming down. Yeah, it was a really, German really suplexing. cool thing. Yeah, sorry, it was a German suplex. You're right. Yeah. Uh, and Randy and Drew had a lovely chop exchange that Orton sold so well because when Drew would chop him, Orton would be like. I don't think that was worked. I think Randy was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) It's the biggest bump he's taken all year. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I I did not re-sign for this. (laughs) This I would have gone to AEW if I wanted to take shots. I was going to say, this is why I did not go to Dynamite. Uh, But like Ricochet and Drew were really together then really good together uh, and Drew's going to go for a Claymore RKO from out of nowhere but the OC drag out Orton so Orton had the match won but the OC pulled him out which is key for the main event that would, uh, the match that would happen later and then Mysterio rolls up Ricochet for the win uh, it was kind of sad to see Ray go from like the night previous being like oh you're in the top story for the WWE Championship to be like and now you're in this title picture instead you're never going after Brock again I didn't mind it at all I thought this was a really nice way to make Mysterio look great. So it's hard to critique the whole thing without what comes next, which is, goes straight into AJ Styles versus Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio's just wrestled this match. Great underdog booking. Mysterio's an underdog anyway. He's one day removed from the Brock Lesnar oh, match. He's he's selling his left knee, and he and, and you've got the OC out there as well who keep on interfering. And then the referee sees them interfere, so he sends them to the back. And that's like the crowd were already into this. When they were sent to the back, it's like... <sighs> the crowd suddenly thought, oh, we might get a title change here. Mm. And they were amped up for this match. This were, this crowd all night, actually, I'd say for the majority of the night, were really, really great. But for this hour in particular, they were amazing. Because the whole the whole series of segments was booked to slowly get the crowd more and more into Ray. Completely. This, this was... That these three segments alongside each other were flawless booking, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Ray, that AJ and Ray were so good together as well. I, I loved it. That maybe that's why I wasn't so. I mean, I enjoyed the four way, but this was just four levels up from that. Well, that's it. Because I I loved the four way, and then I loved this even more, which is mm-hmm. why, like, by the end of it, I was just like, I was getting out of my mind. Yeah. I I just and the finish for this was so <laughs> yeah expertly done. Where you've got so many different moving parts, but they ju- everyone did their bit flawlessly. It was so much fun. It's really easy to overcook a steak, you know, and mm-hmm. it's really easy to overbook an angle. Oh yeah, but it's like the, the the line between really good booking and overbooking is so fine. And this was like on the cusp. It was perfect. This was that juicy steak. It's pink in the middle, yeah. nice and crispy on the outside. Sorry, but, uh, or a tofu? Does it work for tofu? Oh yeah, no tofu. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. That was my um, uh, unpopular food opinion uh, tweet of the week, which is that tofu is great. Um, but yeah, no, you're right. Like with uh, with steak and particular, like you want to get it mm. just at that right consistency. And that's what this was for me. So the OC come down again after an, a really good ref bump. Yeah, uh, really. Six one nine to AJ. AJ flips back, but takes out the referee by accident in the process. OC run down. They're about to start beating up Ray, but Randy Orton, who was screwed by the OC earlier, runs down and takes them out and gets in the ring. And Ray hits the six one nine into a Randy Orton oh. RKO. 
new United States champion. Well, and, and then the frog splash. Yes. It was like the boom, 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 boom. Yeah, new United States champion, Rey Mysterio, wins the belt. Absolutely fantastic. Dominic ran down or Walter ran down to, to celebrate with him. And I was like, he's not going to turn, is he? I, and I was on the edge of my seat being like, oh, it's not going to be the turn now, is it? It was. And, it, you know, like, Rey Mysterio is the United States champion. AJ doesn't lose anything, despite losing to a man who had already wrestled a match just before. And had wrestled Brock Lesnar tonight. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, like, just... I'm excited for a heel AJ versus babyface autumn feud, which is the inverse of what we got at, at Wrestle- WrestleMania. Yeah, totally. I'm really, really excited for Ray as the top mid-card champion. Well, I was a figure as well, because that ties into last week when he was putting over Umberto. Exactly. And saying, like, you're the future uh, of the, of, you know, for, for the Latin American community in this, in this company. And so he could be like, well, now let's have this sort of like respect-based feud and they can just have their big Lucha Libre flip de doo matches. I mean, I, that would be great. I, I want that. And Ray wrestling loads of other people. I want the United States, not an open challenge, but that belt to become the work rate belt again. Yes. Like Ray versus Andrade, Ray versus Ricochet, Ray versus Buddy Murphy, Ray, Ray versus, versus Drew. The Black, Ray versus Drew McIntyre. I can't believe how into Rey Mysterio I have been for 2018 and 19. Paul Heyman's greatest success since taking over Raw has been Rey. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so after that, we got Caruso alert. Kevin Owens says that he's like he's building up the Seth match. He always knows who he was. He's never tried to be something he wasn't. And I've, I've written Face of America. <laughs> wasn't the best gimmick. Uh, but called Seth an insufferable prick. Yeah, he did. That's what got Brad Maddox fired. Yeah. Do you remember? Time's changed, he said man. prick in a, in a promo. Uh, Going to turn Monday Night Rollins into the Kevin Owens show. So up next, we had two matches that this didn't connect with the crowd, unfortunately. We have, the first off of that was Charlotte versus Zaska. Sorry, I said Charlotte versus Asuka Flair there. <laughs> Charlotte Flair versus Asuka. And I think the reason why this didn't connect is this came off the back of that Ray title win. So you're instantly coming like, right, and now get excited for this match as well. This big match that we're, we're trying to promote. And it, the crowd really didn't get into this at all. And it went long. It went through like two commercial breaks. A lot of interference from Kyrie Sane, who Flair at one point ran off and then Sane came back and Flair took her out. And then she walked into the green mist uh, and Asuka rolled her up again. And then the ref, as per normal, has to be like, what? what is this? How did this happen? There was so much grief. The, the, I, it, she gets more green mist than anyone. Yeah. It is, there's loads of... Of great, how how did she keep it all in there? I have no idea. I have no idea. But me and uh, Laurie d- dubbed her um, uh, the wrestling Dilophosaurus. Um, the wrestling Dilophosaurus. What's the the d- dinosaur that spits oh, the, the one that kills okay. Wayne Knight in yeah, Jurassic yeah, Park. Um, no wonder I, you're extinct. I uh, I didn't mind this match. I know I everyone else is down on no, the match. No, 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 the match. I'm not bet down mm. on the match. I'm saying the match was fine. The crowd went into it. Mm. So the cra- it didn't connect yeah. with the crowd. But actually, like in ring wise, these two work great together because they're both great wrestlers. Yeah, I, 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 I thought it was more of a, a brawly, scrappy style thing. Like not everything looks slick, but I thought that made it more believable for me. Mm. Um, but I, I've seen some people write that it took them out. They, they thought it wasn't a well worked match. No, I disagree with that. Uh, then WWE. <laughs> Did this, like, you know, look at this thing we've won. And it was the best at producing live event spectacles. Is this another made-up <sighs> award? I d- whatever it is, save this for business magazines, save this for PR announcements or your corporate 
earnings calls. This makes you come off as so lame on your in, in the kayfabe world of Raw. But they beat the NFL and the MLB and the NBA and AEW. They beat them all. Uh, after that, we got Eric Rowan beating a jobber. The jobber actually tried to look in the cage, and that only made Rowan more angry. Well, they say that he got a peek at it because King said, you know, when that guy wakes up, we should ask him what he saw. Mm. Um, his name was Kyle Roberts. Uh, two claw slams for the win. Rowan dominated. Luckily, or thankfully for me, no 24-7 stuff this week. Well, there was in this next segment, which was the Iconics doing a Black oh, Friday promo. But not with Rowan. No, not with Rowan, no. Which well, I was concerned oh, I see what they you're were saying. going yeah, yeah. the Rowan Truth tag route. Yes. But yeah, there was an Iconics Black Friday sale thing. Yeah, with a classic, you've got to be joking me! Did someone say Black Friday? Oh, 20% off, new product line. Uh, then we got the OC backstage, AJ Styles. Fantastic. So upset. So upset. He can't talk. He's like... <laughs> and then he, all he can say is Randy Orton yeah. and walks off. It was great. I'm, I'm looking forward to that feud. And hopefully, I think it's the sort of feud that Randy will care about. Yeah. So I mean, the build to their Mania match was really good. Mm. Excuse yeah. me. And the yeah. match that they had at Mania was... Was I mean, for, thankfully, we were watching on TV and we weren't in that section that were blinded by all the lights. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, we got to see how good it was. And after that, we got Lana Caruso alert talking to Charlie Caruso. She talks about Rusev. She wants Rusev to get fired. And then she said, but don't worry about me. I'm going to be okay. Yeah. Thanks uh, for asking. Despite this traumatic experience, I'm going to be okay. So And then we got the main event, which we've already covered. I, I love this episode of Raw. Yeah, I thought it. it was really good, and it makes me really hopeful for the, for, for the immediate future. Yeah, this might be my AEW bias shining through, but I thought it was an excellent <laughs> pro wrestling show. Um, I thought it was great. Really, really good. It's really made me excited for, for next week. I really am looking forward to, to seeing what they produce next. Yeah, totally. Let's get into your Sutsut Super Chats. Austin Tussie. Rollins is Thanos. He thinks he's doing good. That Those are the best bad guys. Uh, Tony J. Wachowski. Seth looks like a stronger heel without 3H. Without 3H? Mm, I'm not sure. I don't know what that But, I mean, be. like, maybe you could say that Seth looks like a stronger heel without the help. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, but I think Seth... Yeah, I'm, I think either way could be good. The Big Dog 2383 Acosta, Shield 3.0. It's very weird, actually, because this is all, all of a sudden just brought back a lot of... I, I feel like I've had tweets from people over the year that said, like, if you turn Seth heel, AOP should be his backup and they could be the new Shield because they've always wrestled in the riot gear. Mm. Uh, Chocobo, Chocobo Kid, authors of tweets <laughs> as the faction name because very Seth's good. tweets are painful. Very good. Nate drops surname architects of pain there you go That's the architects good. of pain's nice i mean it's clunky but when does that stop I them know, I know. the dogs of war <laughs> king of brawl 3000 what i enjoyed the most about seth's heel turn is that the crowd weren't cheering him like idiots people legitimately don't like him it's it's very rare in the wrestling world now that you do get a heel that people just don't like mm. like it's very rare because even when like kevin owens was pushed as like the biggest heel on raw he was getting massive babyface cheers over Roman Reigns. Well, it's because he's cool. Yeah. Exactly. And what's one thing we've always said about, well, Seth over the last couple of months is he's, the joke is he's not cool. He's not cool. And you know, it's, it's a really, I'm really glad they're leaning into it 
because that they've got gold. Like there's there's this huge golden opportunity staring at them in the face, but they're like, no, we must proceed with him being the top baby face despite this amazing thing. But now now they've recognised it, and yeah, well well done, well done indeed. Uh, All elite DK. Damn, Seth turned Twitter, Seth. <laughs> Emmanuel Goldstein. Nice visual parallel with Seth in the black suit during his rah-rah speech and AOP in theirs later. Yeah. Main event mafia-esque. I like that, actually. Yeah, I didn't actually pick up on that because mm. the AOP, I didn't put it together because AOP have always been doing their interviews in their suits, like yeah. their backstage stuff. That's a good point. But you're absolutely right. There is a real nice connection between those two bits. Uh, all right, on the subject of Raw overall, Thomas Burns says, Do you guys think Ray was annoyed at having to lose to Brock so Vince promised him the US title? Keep up the good work, guys. Long-time fan. Thank you very much. No, I don't. Not at all. I think they... Uh, he Did all your messages just disappear? Yeah, M- did. Mine's back now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I think they... It, Ray's, Ray's a professional. He knows he has to lose to Brock. I don't think he's the sort of person who throws hissy fits backstage uh danny w says okay orton and drew's chop off though was brutal <laughs> lmao it was kevin i haven't been around for the survivor series weekend so have a lot of money and it That's is a, a lot huge of money donation. It's a huge thank donation. you very much uh i love rusev i love kevin owens i love aj styles i love ray mysterio i love asuka i love Kyrie saying it feels nice to watch a wrestling show because of that great weekend of wwe programming when they when they want to they can yeah no yeah. becky on this show Oh, yeah, I didn't think of that. Yeah, maybe it's wise. I'd, I'd be interested to see if they ever address the Becky Seth situation. It's and a it's sad, their own sad situation. Fa- it's their own fault for making it a kayfabe thing. Yeah. Fergal McClements says, "I listened to Alvarez and Meltzer review Raw. If anyone thinks WrestleTalk is anyway negative, listen to <laughs> Alvarez for half an hour. After that, WrestleTalk feels like New Day's power of positivity. Oh yes." Uh, Kevin says Ray Mysterio versus AJ Styles. This has been my dream match, and I popped hard when Ray won. It was. It was. I. I did not think Ray was winning the title at any point in that whole. Yeah. And and yeah, they sucked me in. It was great. Nitz N said, "Here's my problem with WWE creative. AOP keep talking about how they want to make more money in their video packages, and now why are they lackeys for Seth? More money. Seth pays them to do that. He's got the bank account. Well, if also if you're in the main event position, you yeah. do earn more money. Yeah, I think that totally makes sense. Great." Scrivener says the ref didn't make the three count in the AJ versus Rain match. He hit AJ Styles' foot. What? I feel like AJ has more botched finishes than anyone in that company. It's because it's a different shaped ring to TNA's. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Where do we get to? Uh, Nate drops surname. um, Rusev looked like he cared. Angle is still S-word. I think he means the angle, not Kurt Angle. Yes. Uh, Nitz N said, is it just me or is Lawler slowly turning heel? That's what I thought Mm -hmm. from this show, yeah. Kevin, uh, I loved when Drew said to Randy during their match, you've won 93 titles, now it's my time. (laughs) I didn't pick up on that. That's funny. Uh, All Elite DK, wow. Big Daddy Dave can see the future. Hashtag rah-rah. He creates the future. Purveyor of misinformation, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, Seth definitely didn't write that tweet. That was written by someone from Creative. Uh, Marcus Roman, what's inside Rowan's cage? Wrong answers only. Well, I think I have the right answer, which is it's a fluffy kitten. I like Luke Harper's WWE contract. I think that's the funniest. So WWE related, uh, a missed chat from yesterday's stream. Valab Mamidapudi, Walter getting pinned leads to hopefully him versus Drew down the line in NXT UK. You can sell out a good location on just that. Uh, Maybe you could. It's 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 difficult, like you know, dr- drawing power to physical locations is is weird. 
But um, yeah, Walter versus Drew. I'd be in for that match completely. Derek, a layer. An early super chat since I'm at work, but I see potentially good TLC matches. Seth versus KO. AJ versus Randy. Ray versus maybe Drew. By the way, is it just me or was King very annoying? Love you guys. Support WrestleTalk. Thank you very much. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm just not a fan of King's commentary. Sterling Van. Survivor Series must have been a nice. Take your son to work day for Ray's son. Remember when Lana was upset about Becky taking her spot at the Rumble and said she'd come back strong and improved? Yeah, she did come back strong. Yeah, she came back into a big time angle. <laughs> um, yeah, it's really funny because a lot of people have been sharing that image of Ray with Dominic after the ladder match from SummerSlam 05 with a lot of people going like, if you'd have told me in 2005 yeah, yeah. that kid would one day be hitting a 619 on Brock Lesnar, I would not believe you. <laughs> Sterling, uh, sorry, no, I've done that one. Sterling Van again. A good best of seven would be Oni Lorcan and Buddy Murphy. It would be. Oof, well, Oni Lorcan, of course, has asked for his release yeah. the other week. And everything's fine. Uh, Sparks. Flair worked Friday, Sunday, and last night. Lynch only works Sunday. I'm confused. Is Flair the champ or Becky? WWE seems to have stalled the man's booking. Well, it appears that they're going to be doing a tag match. So it's going to be her and Flair versus the Kabuki Warriors. So she'll be involved in that angle. Start, I'm seem, seemingly starting next week, I'd have thought. And Becky main evented Survivor Series. Yeah. It's, she's definitely the, the more protected. Uh, Brian Hoyt. Vince has proven to me he knows what I want more than I do. LOL. Bobby, Lana and Rusev, I'm invested. On Instagram, the clip has a million plus views and YouTube is at 900,000. I hate the acting, but I love the story. I want to see where this goes. Uh, I... Uh, I hate the acting and I hate the story, but I really enjoyed this angle. Yeah, I think now that now now they've moved away from the more soap opera bits, which are important in setting up the feud. Now we can get into some fun brawls. Sean Turner, Seth doesn't deserve a CM Punk match. Prefer Brian. Well, I, th- I think he's just getting the CM Punk chance because they've been doing <laughs> stuff on on Twitter about it. And CM Punk effectively cut a promo on him on uh, backstage last week. I think he does deserve it. Yeah. I, 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 there's, and there's a great story from when Punk went to NXT to tag with him as well. KML Vince wants all Vince wants all the beef except during November. He'll have no stakes for Survivor Series. I wish I thought of this yesterday, damn it. Oh, they, um, I did like uh, Pete and Dave had that in their SmackDown review where Pete said that this was a vegetarian segment. There were no <laughs> stakes. Matthew Shield, WWE will never be able to recreate the Shield. I'm sure they could do another faction that's, you know, just as good, though. I would have imagined as well, like in 1997, you probably would have said this, this company could never recreate DX. And what they did is actually effectively do a better version of DX a couple of years later mm. with Triple H at the helm with New Age Outlaws, X-Pac and, and China. Yeah, Priyant Sharma. Now that Seth is a heel, who should defeat Brock for the WWE title? I forgot he was champion. Um, it's amazing when he's not on that show for one week, I instantly mm. forget. Um, Owens. Yeah, Owens would be a good shout. Keith about- Lee? Yeah, <laughs> Absolutely. It doesn't feel like there is anyone on Raw, though. Mm. Like, at the moment, it doesn't feel like anyone is at the level to beat Brock Lesnar. If, it, if, I'm, if I'm a betting man, I'm going to say it's Cain Velasquez. Mm. I think Cain Velasquez is going to beat him at WrestleMania. For Adnap 2, Drew should challenge Walter, as Scott is still eligible for the UK Championship. For now. I mean, based on the fact that an Austrian uh, holds the belt, I think anyone's eligible for it. In fact, Dan- lo- loads of Americans challenged for it while Pete Dunn was champion. Daniel Bryan's Peck Walla. Cute. An e- excellent name. Uh, the US title feels like the most important title on Raw, but who would you like to see next in the WWE Championship picture holding out hope for Drew? Um, as much as I'd like to see Drew versus Brock, 
it feels like Drew's got no momentum. Like that needs that needs like a file, like a proper rocket up it in mm. order to like get it going. Yeah, but well, Royal Rumble time is usually the time you can do feuds like that. So maybe uh, Orlando Orego Trip Triple H will be at WWE backstage, but Punk isn't going to be there. Yeah, yeah, Punk's only going to be there um, every now and again. Is what they said when he first signed. And Triple H is on the show tonight. I cannot wait to see the numbers. Uh, Cabal Allen. How much do you think my Seth Rollins is not cool sign and the video that surfaced of him staring at me is influencing the product? You are the man. Do you think we'll get a not cool shirt out of it? Whoa. Are you really that guy? Cable Allen. Wow. Watching our dumb show. All Elite DK, Orton sold the chops more than Mox versus Omega spots. It's because he doesn't like pain. <laughs> uh, right, general wrestling related. Oh, sorry, just a, an All Elite DK, broken Matt Hardy and King Maxwell to AEW confirmed. I don't know what does that. Um, general wrestling related. Uh, Progress Merrick, according to Google Translate. Uh, best 29 heel turn, Elias Seth, Bailey, Io Shirai, Sasha Banks, Ronda Rousey, Finn Balor, Kyrie, uh, Dakota Kai, AJ, Lana, Shane, Kenta, MJF, Kabuki, Natalia, KO on Kofi or Sean Spears. Kenta for me. Yeah. Out of those with the, sh- the, sh- the Shibata, Shibata stuff, stuff yeah. is always excellent. Totally. Uh, Ryan B. Baskin is glory. King Chopper Whopper. What do you guys think of the Brad Shepard report about Lance Storm? Brad Shepard is fed purposefully bad information that he reports and then they make fun of him. What was the Lance Storm report? So he reported that Dominic, uh, that Lance is training Dominic at the moment and Dominic's going to make his debut at the Royal Rumble. And Lance Storm said, that's interesting. I haven't even started there yet. Brilliant. Um, and he goes, I don't even know if he's on the show. Mm. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's a running gag that WWE have been feeding him bad information all year long so that they can laugh at him backstage. Um, Alex Ramirez, Meltzer is the GOAT. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's undoubtedly true. Yeah. One of the best sports journalists of all time. 1SP said Sting is, gonna put, uh, is going to job to put Orange Cassidy over. Breaking news, you heard it here first. On the subject of WrestleTalk, Firefly Fanhouse uh, Edna Madden says WrestleTalk equals Surveyor Series. We sur- that would have been a good name for our coverage. Uh, Jeremy Pridemore said, It's been a while uh, since I've been here for a lovely time with the boys. It's always great to be here. I'll always great to support WrestleTalk. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, ben Sneringer said, Thank you, Luke, for replying and liking my tweet earlier. The WW2K20 video popped like the mark I am. Love you guys so much. Hope to become a pledge hammer soon. Podswafter for life. Podswafter. Podswafter. Thank you. It was a fun WWE glitch during the uh, Ronda Rousey, Kurt Angle, Triple H, Steph where Ronda had Stephanie pinned so Triple H tries to get in but just runs through the ropes <laughs> but like take, and essentially someone brilliantly described it he T-1000 his way through the really ropes. Just yeah. mu- but then when he gets to them he just runs around them oh and doesn't God. attack them that game uh, we're playing it by the way on yeah. uh, Screen Stalker's Twitch after this uh, after we finish here uh, HSB Cray last Christmas I used your code for my dad's Christmas present perfect it's a great gift mate Beer great 52 great. Click the link in the video description below to get your free crate of beer. Sterling Van, have you guys seen the Mark Remark? Hashtag Brave Boys. Yes, he's fantastic. I've not. He's, he does the, the voice. Uh, he's, wait, Mark Remark. Let me make sure I'm thinking of the right person and you oh, carry okay. on. Uh, Jobber JJ uh, said, I see Luke dressed up for the part of J&J Security. 
Well, I took uh-huh. a, I went for a job interview earlier, so uh, you got to dress for the job that you want. Yeah, the Mark Remark, he's uh, a YouTube channel called Little Curriber, and he does, I think it's Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged videos, mm. and he does all the voices. He's, got, he's, he's very funny, yeah. Jesse Venable said, heading into work, I love my job in motorcycle sales, but would, uh, much in, would enjoy work much more if I worked, brackets, in person with you guys in SoCal Val. WrestleTalk team, uh, Team WrestleTalk wins. Well, you're, you're, a, you're a member of Team WrestleTalk. Just Indeed. imagine we're all with you at your work. Uh, the Big Dog Acosta says, FYI, look looks very handsome today. Oh, you do. Thank you, you guys. Dapper. Thank you very much. Uh, Skeletor says, got my WrestleCrate sub done today, and I'm a proud Pledgehammer too. Payday! Question, NXT versus AEW Dream Match, pledging for the boys, smiley face. Yeah, I got your pledge there, Skeletor. You're going to be getting your shout-outs uh, on the SmackDown review, I believe. NXT versus AEW Dream Match. Young Bucks Usos, or Young Bucks Revival at the moment. But they're not NXT. Oh, yeah, of course. So maybe then go... Uh, Young Bucks Young Undisputed Bucks, Era. Young Bucks Red Dragon, yeah. Adam Cole, Kenny, Kenny Omega. Omega. Yeah. Johnny Gargano, Kenny Omega as well. Yeah. Um, Nikolai says, studying abroad, very uh, a very homesick, uh, home, home falling apart with government officials being released, Malta, but I'm uh, here having a lovely time with the boys. We make political uh, unrest bearable. Jobber JJ said, Wrestle League point. What are the rules? What are the rules? Peter Mullins, and I for one welcome our new Fakedor Overlords. <laughs> KML, this points thing is like what if WWE did the win loss record from AEW. Yeah. Uh, all apart very quickly. Canamil, Proper Bill, you're winning Wrestle League because I'm bizarre. Is that a is that a, a catchphrase? Could be. I don't Ryan B. Baskin is glory. Uh, does my bets about NXT champs on Raw I made with Ollie and Chopper count to the Wrestle League points? Did you make a bet with? Are you making more bets with other people? I'm just, I'm a, I've got an addiction. <laughs> I can't remember it, so no, no, it didn't. Uh, Matthew Shield, I enjoyed that meeting. I'm so happy for Laurie. I was cheering for him and popped huge when he won. Do more meetings like that. It's great to watch. Well, we'll we'll think of a way to awkwardly stage them. <laughs> Graham Scrivener, so. Pete Chop, uh, Chopper beat lost, right? He's yeah. going to be so furious. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really wanted him here. When I got it, the first thing I was, was Pete in today, and they were known. <laughs> I was like, dang it. Uh, Stevie Ray. Hi, gents. Ollie, can we do a great, uh, can we get a Drake Maverick? Drake Maverick. Rack Joseph Calmerian. Keep on betting. This is good S word. <laughs> ben Snaringer. Since Pete wants to do a rap, truth or the Usos theme? Uh, oh, truth would be, he'd, he'd not enjoy truths one more, I think. Mm. Uh, Myron Speed uh, Pete shouldn't get to choose a genre keep him on brand I think I want to marry you but Bruno Mars uh, I think I want to marry you by Bruno Mars or Birthday by the Beatles hashtag support rest we want it to be a wrestling theme yeah, related we've song. only done wrestling themes so it's far. fun that way um, also I think I want to marry you is a terrible song Emmanuel Goldstein a job interview Luke to Cultaholic confirms there are very few other places we can go <laughs> I don't know uh, and last minute, a missed super chats from earlier. Rex Joseph Calmerin, tweeters of pain. That's good. Bitsu Insider. CM Punk return confirmed. AOP is the new J&J security. Old storyline redone. Only if they start buying each other cars. Yeah. And Brock Lesnar tears the door off and throws it at a fan. Simon Gagne. Heel Rollins should mock baby faces for seven <laughs> injuries. That's my favourite super chat of the day. What, you're still injured for, from last night? What a weakling. You crap. You sell injuries. I don't. You crap. Oh, that's really and good. Marcus Roman, since the Intercontinental title got redesigned, is there a possible chance that the US title will have a redesign also? 
I definitely think there is a chance. I wouldn't want to see it, but I don't mind the new icy one. So, Stranger Things Secret Cinema, eh? It was really good. I mean, I can't say anything uh, for people who are unaware of what Secret Cinema is. It's a phenomena here in the UK. Began about over a decade ago, two thousand seven, yeah, I think. Yeah, because you went before it was cool, right? I went like like all good things, Luke. I was there before they started announcing what the film was going to be. So back in the old days, you'd go. That's why it was called Secret. Cinema. Yeah, they'd tell you what to wear. So dress as a nineteen thirties gangster, and you explore this immersive theatre world, which was hugely entertaining. And then you wouldn't know what the film was until the the it began hmm. and sometimes if that fi- if you've never seen that film before and the title sequence isn't at 10 minutes in you don't know what the film is when you're even watching it <laughs> it's a really interesting way to view cinema um and they did stranger things which is the first non-film one they've done mm-hmm, of course that's a netflix series and they've made it very clear in all of their advertising for stuff i say very clear if you look at the website it tells you that they're not showing anything. They're mm. not showing any episodes. So usually Secret Cinema, you go get into the immersive world and then watch the movie. This is not the case. You just go into the immersive world and then leave. There is a thing at the end mm. which fills that gap. There is a main event. It's okay. not just you roaming around. You, you, you're playing Grand Theft Auto. You're roaming around the world. You're doing your little side tasks and your main objectives. And it builds to the sort of 45-minute set piece at the end. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't want to say any more, well. but I found it actually surprisingly moving and it got me in the feels. Wow. And then I had to hop in, hop on the DLR and came right here for, for a, <laughs> a six-hour live stream of Survivor Series. It was so weird. That is weird. <laughs> it was when you so said, weird. Okay, so when you said you did it before Survivor Series, I didn't mean you literally meant oh, yeah. before Survivor Series. It finished at half eight. Is this why Pete didn't record it? And I had to do the podcast myself on Monday morning. Uh, you can't blame Pete, it's fine. Potentially. <laughs> Also, Pete didn't press record. Yes. So oh, I'm aware. It was difficult yeah, yeah, to yeah, get. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I know. I know. I know. It's all right. I fixed it. I fixed it. I'm sure everyone was totally chill with that. <laughs> In fairness, I didn't get any messages from people saying, hey, dog, where's the review at? Well, it shows how, how excited people were for TakeOver War Games. Indeed. Um, I, I'm feeling Christmassy, Luke. Do you know how, how Christmassy I'm, I'm, I'm on the feeling? Wagon. Okay. So I watched my second Christmas movie uh, over the weekend. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I watched uh, A Bad Mum's Christmas. Is that part of the Bad Mum's franchise? I didn't know. They did a sequel. And it was a specifically Christmas-themed sequel. It is, yes. And it is about... Has it still got all the... Because I had like Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis and Kristen Bell and Catherine Hahn. And the the joke this time is that their mums come to hang out with them at Christmas. And they're also bad mums. In, well, I'm sure in, diff- a... in different ways. So, like, uh, Mila Kunis's mum is too critical and too controlling, whereas Kristen Bell's mum just wants to be her best friend and, will, and like, like, she gets her hair coloured and her hair cut the exact same way because they're like, well, we're best friends. Of course we're best friends. And Catherine Hahn's uh, mum has got a gambling addiction 
and she's very fleeting. Hilarious. Yeah, and it's Susan Sarandon. So it's, you know, all manners of comedy. Total babe. <laughs> it's still. And it is a perfectly fine movie that I cried at. Um, <laughs> You're on the mold wine already, are you? Well, okay. Was this, a, was this a sober film cry? No, I mean, I had a beer and a G&T. Yeah. But um, the reason why I cried, uh, because uh, so part, about 10 minutes into the movie, my brother called me. So I had to pause the movie and had a chat with my brother. And he's like, what are you up to? And I was like, oh, I'm watching a Christmas movie. He said, what are you watching? I was like, Bad Man's Christmas. He's like, oh, God, that sounds awful. And I was like, I know, right? Kate picked it. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, man, I couldn't even watch the first 10 minutes of the first one. And I was like, I know, but it's, you know, I'm, I'm in a Christmas movie. I want to watch a Christmas movie. So then when I cried at it, my wife thought it was hilarious and laughed at me saying, like, I want you to call your brother right now and, and tell him about this. And I explained. Well, like, were they sad tears or happy tears? Happy tears. And the reason why I had happy tears was actually none of the emotional part of the movie. Because there's like a big emotional arc to it. It is there's a moment in which Mila Kunis is like decorating her house for her kids for like the magic of Christmas, and that made me cry because I thought I get to do this. Oh, someday I'll get to do this. You're worse than Kevin Smith. You're like <laughs> you, you say Star Wars to Kevin Smith, and he'll crumble on the floor. Floods of tears. In tears. Yeah, it's like you and Christmas. We're seeing Kevin Smith on Thursday. I am very excited about that, and I forgot that was happening. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, I. So, how do you do advent calendars in your house? Well, we since uh, my wife's vegan, and I don't overly like chocolates a lot advent calendars usually just sort of like they don't get opened a lot so we then be like oh my god i haven't done my advent calendar for five days um although i have seen now that percy pigs have got an advent calendar so i would be tempted by that because i do like my jelly sweets and they're vegetarian but they don't taste as good as the old days I'm I'm being facetious. They yeah. taste all right. Piers Morgan exactly. The, same. <laughs> yeah. the and, that, and you, if you can notice the difference, you were eating too many of them in the first place. <laughs> so how do you do advent calendars in wow, the Davis household? We've changed. <gasps> uh, it's this. Uh, I've you know forever. I've had the advent calendars are a thing in the states, right? Yeah, so I mean, yeah. there's a film about them, but I don't think they're like. Do they? I don't know if they have chocolate advent calendars. Yeah, so it's kind of a, a very thin cardboard box. And behind each dayed, numbered day door is a little chocolate. And somehow the companies that have got like the biggest hold on the advent calendar market make the crappiest chocolates. Mm. And it is always awful, really cheap, nasty chocolate. That you're like, I don't even know why I'm eating this because it actually it's just made me thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the offcuts from Easter. <laughs> yeah. And Easter isn't even that great <laughs> on that scale anyway. Oh, yeah, you've got, well... It's that, and it's also, and I'm going to get on the soapbox, guys. It's an awful lot of cardboard, and it's an awful lot of plastic. It's true. And you're directly killing seals, is what you're doing. Tell that to your kid. Mm-hmm. When they open the door and they get chocolate, oh, only five days to go. It's like, you've just killed a seal. Yeah, that's, that's what one you've more done. seal. Yeah. One more seal you've killed there. Ah. So, to, to be more sustainable, me and my lady partner yesterday purchased a... One you fill up yourself. Oh, I've seen these. Yeah, so yeah. It's, a, it's a sort of fabric-based one. You hang it off the door. It's got loads of little cute Christmas. And it's, it's made for children. But it's very, it's very cute. And we, we are going to stock alternate days. But there needs to be two chocolates in there or two whatever. It can be treats. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be happy if it's an orange. <laughs> but it can be whatever 
they like we go for. So I've got I've got the odd days, Anna's got the even days, and we all surprise each other and enjoy the same chocolate. And she's already bought a load. Mm. They need to be individually packaged, which I don't know. Just for just so they don't spoil. I don't know how that plays into the sustainability side of things. Mm. But it's better than the full on version. Maybe I'm not. I'm not. I tell you what. I'm actually seeing my brother tonight. Uh, I'll ask him. Um, about that. Actually, funny though, my mum uh, bought me one of those sort of advent calendar things. It's like a wooden one and it's got mine and my Ooh. wife's initials in the corner. It's like handmade. Oh, you got that last? Was that a, like a wedding yeah, present? Yeah, it was a wedding present. I remember present. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have got that, but I've never really known what to put in it. Because How big I, are the gaps? Do I put like, you know, one love heart in there? They're quite big gaps. Like quite yeah. sizable. I couldn't put an orange in there or like a banana or anything like that. Could you put a WWE Master of Master of the WWE Universe action figure? If only, although I know what I'm asking for Christmas. Right? Yeah. I genuinely want them. Yeah. You can also tell who the biggest stars are at the moment are. It's John Cena, Triple H, and The Undertaker, and Sting. I love how that... I, I first saw that in the NXT TakeOver ones. And usually if they... You know, if it's the shark cage playset, yeah, wrong audience. That that range very much into. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I had a time. I already wanted to do this email. Um, in fact, I'm going to do it very, very quickly. Oh it's God. a really you good go email. Live in a minute. You're all. Oh, I'm, it's because my clock is slow. So okay, I'm going to save this one next time. Very sorry, Lita. We're going to do your email next time because it really, really made me smile. Uh, so we're going to do that next time. Uh, but we have to draw this episode to a close, I'm afraid. Um, but I was going to say, actually, that's the other thing I was going to mention. In terms of advent calendars, you know, when I was a kid, uh, I didn't have a chocolate advent calendar when I was uh, a kid because my mum uh, bought me and my brother a, a proper advent calendar that told you the story of Jesus. Well, hallelujah. Yeah, over the 24 days. Uh, so thank you very much for listening. Uh, we'll be back on Thursday with the NXT and AEW reviews. Go check out our interview with Ethan Page about the uh, Impact show that they're doing tonight, Throwback Throwdown. Um, Thank you so much for listening. Take care. I love you. Goodbye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.